Good morning. <clears throat> Welcome to RBT Reading Life. Um, I haven't got my laptop with me today, so I won't be able to see who comes in on this. Oh. <clears throat> and uh, we're in Deuteronomy, aren't we? And we're reading from 22 to 25, 22, 23, 24, 25. This time next week we'll be finished with the reading and it'll be a prep day before RBT sharing groups. It's exciting, exciting. Deuteronomy 22 to 25. Oh, just get some water here. <clears throat> Hope you're all right. Welcome. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know who's in because I forgot my laptop. <laughs> I left it on the table in the lounge. <clears throat> I've woken up singing, singing the Hamilton song. I don't know where that's from. Oh, I don't think the kids have played Hamilton for ages. Jacob's been playing Encanto. Well, Jacob's had two negatives on day six and seven. Which is cool. Okay, let's get into this. Deuteronomy 22 to 25. Um, okay, if you see your brother's ox or sheep straying, do not ignore it. Be sure to take it back to him. If the brother does not... No, um, oh, if, the, if the brother does not live near you, or if you do not know who he is, take it home with you and keep it until he comes looking for it. Then give it back to him. Do the same if you find your brother's donkey or his cloak or anything he loses. Do not ignore it. If you see your brother's donkey or ox, or his ox has fallen on the road, do not ignore it. Help him to get it to its feet. A woman must not wear men's clothing, nor a man women's, uh, wear women's clothing. For the Lord your God detests anyone who does this. <coughs> if you come across a bird's nest beside the road, either in a tree or on the ground, and the mother is sitting on the young or on the eggs, do not take the mother with the young. You may take the young, but be sure to let the mother go, so that it may go well with you, and you may have a long life. When you build a new house, make a parapet around your roof, so that you may not bring the guilt of bloodshed on your house if someone falls from the roof. Do not plant two kinds of seed in your vineyard. If you do, not only the crops you plant, but also the fruit of the vineyard will be defiled. Do not plough with an ox and a donkey yoked together. Do not wear clothes of wool and linen woven together. Make tassels on the four corners of the cloak you wear. If a man takes a wife and after lying with her, dislikes her and slanders her and gives her a bad name, saying, I married this woman, but when I approached her, I did not find proof of her virginity. Then the girl's father and mother shall bring proof that she was a virgin to the town elders at the gate. The girl's father will say to the elders, I gave my daughter in marriage to this man, but he dislikes her. Now he has slandered her and said, I do not find your daughter to be a virgin, but here is the proof of my daughter's virginity. Then her parents shall display the cloth <coughs> before the elders of the town, and the elders shall take the man and punish him. They shall find him a hundred shekels of silver and give them to the girl's father, because this man has given an Israelite virgin a bad name. 
She shall continue to be his wife. He must not divorce her as long as he, as long as he lives. If, however, the charge is true and no proof of the girl's virginity can be found, she shall be brought to the door of her father's house, and there the men of her town shall stone her to death. She has done a disgraceful thing in Israel by being promiscuous while still in her father's house. You must purge the evil from among you. If a man is found sleeping with another man's wife, both the man who slept with her and the woman must die. You must purge the evil from Israel. If a man happens to meet in a town a virgin pledged to be married and he sleeps with her, you shall take both of them to the gate of that town and stone them to death. The girl, because she was in a town and did not scream for help, and the man, because he violated another man's wife, you must purge the evil from among you. But if, you, but if out in the country a man happens to meet a girl pledged to be married and rapes her, only the man who has done this shall die. Do nothing to the girl. She has committed no sin deserving death. This case is like that of someone who attacks and murders his neighbour, for the man found the girl out in the country, and though the, the betrothed girl screamed, there was no one to rescue her. If a man happens to meet a virgin who is not pledged to be married and rapes her, uh, and they are discovered, he shall pay the girl's father fifty shekels of silver. He must marry the girl, for he has violated her. He can never divorce her as long as he lives. A man is not to marry his father's wife. He must not dishonor his father's bed. No one who has been emasculated by crushing or cutting may enter the assembly of the Lord. No one born of a forbidden marriage, nor any of his descendants may enter the assembly of the Lord, even down to the tenth generation. No Ammonite or Moabite or any of his descendants may enter the assembly of the Lord, even down to the tenth generation. For they did not come to meet you with bread and water on your way when you came out of Egypt. And they hired Balaam, son of Beor, from Pethor in Aram Nehareim, to pronounce a curse on you. However, the Lord your God would not listen to Balaam, but turned the curse into a blessing for you, because the Lord your God loves you. Do not seek peace or good relations with them as long as you live. Do not abhor an Edomite, for he is a brother. He is your brother. Do not abhor an Egyptian, because you lived as an alien in his country. The third generation of children born to them may enter the assembly of the Lord. When you are encamped against your enemies, keep away from everything impure. If one of your men is unclean because of a nocturnal emission, he is to go outside the camp and stay there. But as evening approaches, he is to wash himself, and at sunset <coughs> he may return to the camp. Designate a place outside the camp where you can go to relieve yourself. As part of your equipment, have something to dig with, and when you relieve yourself, dig a hole and cover up your excrement. For the Lord your God moves about in your camp to protect you and to deliver your enemies to you. Your camp must be holy, so that he will not see among you anything indecent and turn away from you. If a slave has taken refuge with you, do not hand him over to his master, let him live among you wherever he likes and in whatever town he chooses. Do not oppress him. No Israelite man or woman is to become a temple prostitute. He must not bring the earnings of a, temp oh, sorry, of a female prostitute or of a male prostitute into the house of the Lord your God to pay any vow, because the Lord your God detests them both. Do not charge your brother interest, whether on money or, any, or food or anything else that may earn interest. You may charge a foreigner interest, but not a brother Israelite, so the Lord your God may bless you in everything you put your hand to in the land you are entering to possess. If you make a vow to the Lord your God, do not be slow to pay it, for the Lord your God will certainly demand it of you, and you will be guilty of sin. But if you refrain from making a vow, you will not be guilty. Whatever your lips utter, you must be sure to do, because you made your vow freely to the Lord your God with your own mouth. If you enter your neighbor's vineyard, you may eat all the grapes you want, but do not put any in your basket. 
If you enter your neighbor's cornfield, you may pick the ears with your hands, but you must not put a sickle to his standing corn. If a man marries a woman who becomes displeasing to him because he finds something indecent about her, and he writes her a certificate of divorce, gives it to her and sends her from his house, and if after she leaves his house she becomes the wife of another man, and her second husband dislikes her and writes her a certificate of divorce, gives it to her and sends her from his house, or if he dies, then her first husband who divorced her is not allowed to marry her again after she has been defiled. That would be detestable in the eyes of the Lord. Do not bring sin upon the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. If a man has recently married, he must not be sent to war or have any other duty laid on him. For one year he is to be free to stay at home and bring happiness to the wife he has married. Do not take a pair of millstones, not even the upper one, as security for a debt, because that would be taken a man's livelihood as security. If a man is caught kidnapping one of his brother Israelites and treats him as a slave or sells him, the kidnapper must die. He must purge, you must purge the evil from among you. In cases of leprous diseases, be very careful to do exactly as the priests who are Levites instruct you. You must follow carefully what I have commanded them. Remember what the Lord your God did to Miriam along the way after you came out of Egypt. When you make a loan of any kind to your neighbor, do not go into his house or get what he is offering as a pledge. Stay outside and let the man whom you are making the loan bring the pledge to you, out to you. If the man is poor, do not go to sleep with the pledge in your possession. Return his cloak to him by sunset so that he may sleep in it. Then he will thank you, and it will be regarded as a righteous act in the sight of the Lord your God. Do not take advantage of a hired man who is poor and needy, whether he is a brother Israelite or an alien living in one of your towns. Pay him his wages each day before sunset, because he is poor and is counting on it. Otherwise he may cry to the Lord against you, and you will be guilty of sin. Fathers shall not put be put to death for their children, nor children put to death for their, father, for their fathers. Each is to die for his own sin. Do not deprive the alien or the fatherless of justice, or take the cloak of the widow as a pledge. Remember that you are, were slaves in Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you from there. That is why I command, you, I command you to do this. When you are harvesting in your field and you overlook a sheaf, do not go back to get it. Leave it for the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow, so that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. When you beat the olives from your trees, do not go over the branches a second time. Leave what remains for the alien, the fatherless, and the widow. When you harvest the grapes in your vineyard, do not go over the vines again. Leave what remains for the alien, the fatherless, and the widow. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt. That is why I command you to do this. When, when men have a dispute, they are to take it to court and the judge will decide the case, acquitting the innocent and condemning the guilty. If the guilty man deserves to be beaten, the judge will make him lie down and have him flogged in his presence with the number of lashes his crime deserves. But he, but he must not give him more than 40 lashes. If he is flogged more than that, your brother will be degraded in your eyes. Do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the corn. If brothers are living together and one of them dies without the son, his widow must not marry outside the family. Her husband's brother shall take her, and marry her, and fulfill the duty of a brother-in-law to her. The first son she bears shall carry on the name of the dead brother, so that his name will not be blotted out from Israel. <clears throat> However, if a man does not want to marry his brother's wife, she shall go to the elders of the town gate and say, My husband's brother refuses to carry on his brother's name in Israel. He will not fulfill the duty of a brother-in-law to me. Then the elders of his town shall summon him and talk to him. If he persists in saying, I do not want to marry her, 
His brother's widow shall go up to him in the presence of the elders, take off one of his sandals, spit in his face, and say, This is what is done to the man who will not build up his brother's family line. That man's line shall be known in Israel as the family of the unsandaled. If two men are fighting and the wife of one of them comes to rescue her husband from his assailant, and she reaches out and seizes him by his private parts, you shall cut off her hand, show her no pity. Do not have two differing weights in your bag, one heavy, one light. Do not have two differing measures in your house, one large, one small. You must have accurate and honest weights and measures, so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. For the Lord your God detests anyone who does these things, anyone who deals dishonestly. Remember what the Amalekites did to you along the way, when you came out of Egypt, when you were weary and worn out. They met you on your journey and cut off all who were lagging behind. They had no fear of God. When the Lord your God gives you rest from all the enemies around you in the land he has given you to possess as an inheritance, you shall blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. Do not forget. <clears throat> okay, so there's lots of, uh, yeah, lots and lots of different things there, isn't it? And it's to do with their life um, um, as God's people redeemed from Egypt. Over and over again it says, isn't it, for um, the reason why I'm kind of to do this is because you were once slaves in Egypt. Um, so it's just, I don't know, in the broader stroke of things, isn't it, their redemption out of Egypt um, totally determines how they live, um, isn't it? How they've been rescued by the living God, delivered out of slavery by him, brought to the mountain, isn't it? The good, um, the, the ten words have been given to them, the ten words of life and goodness have been given to them. And then they're supposed to put all that stuff into practice. And, and here is like really detailed, isn't it, parts of it um, put into practice. That they love their neighbor, so you build a parapet on your roof so that no one falls off and you're accidentally, uh, you know, uh, done for manslaughter and uh, for neglect. And, you know, all, and it's quite nitty gritty stuff. And yes, you may not understand how it all kind of, um, you know, yeah, what it's preaching. Because I don't think these are, these are rules once and for all time, isn't it? Because Jesus actually doesn't fulfill one of these things when um, two people are caught in the act of adultery and they bring the woman to him. Do you remember? Um, and he says, let him, who cast, who, let him who has no sin cast the first stone. So I don't think these are like, boom, these are for one time and for eternity sort of applications here. They all are part of this... Um, yeah, this way of life in the Old Testament that, that kind of drops off, doesn't it? But there's principles there that, yeah, you, no dishonest scales. You don't deal with each other dishonestly. That's in the curses, isn't it? That cursed are you, like if you withhold justice from people. Um, there are really deep principles here that, that are timeless. And um, yeah, um, and so, yeah, just remember that today that you're, your standing before the Lord God as one of his children should, should actually affect how you live today, is that you don't live like the nations do. Um, your redemption um, should totally shape um, how you think, um, uh, what you say, um, what you do, um, to totally do that. Yeah, so that, yeah, because he lives with us as a church, doesn't he? He lives with us. Um, he has rescued us. And he wants to bless us and to give us the blessed life and for us to live long um, uh, with him and his people um, in this world. So have a great day today. God bless you. And I'll see you again tomorrow. Ta-da.